0: Let me just draw this with a kind of an epilogue kind of thing. This is the lectionary reading for this week, the revised lectionary reading that we follow. And um, I have immersed myself in it for the week. And let me give you some context, though we don't have much time to do it. Jesus (coughs) is fully human, we believe, as well as fully God. And sometimes we miss the fully human. (coughs) And I don't know about you, but if we followed this chapter and these chapters through, what would a human do with the emotions of this? He's washed their feet. They're having this meal together. Judas has just gone to betray him, and the cross is in front of him. What are the emotions going on here? He's aware his disciples aren't, as Peter shows at the end of this. And those words at the start of what Paul read are quite interesting. When he was gone. There's the context of where Jesus says these words that Paul has been sharing with us in the children's talk. Judas has just gone. Jesus knows exactly what Judas has just gone to do. Jesus knows what's up ahead of him. And in the midst of that kind of human emotion, he turns it to a new command I give you to love one another as I have loved you you must love one another by this everyone will know that you're my disciples if you love one another didn't go on an exposition of evil or betrayal or all of those kinds of things he brought it back to this love and love has a sentimental kind of feel to it and I know I went once I was again sorry I was reading Ken's uh, book. Sorry to mention it so many times, but uh, I probably will for the next period. And uh, David Watson came up in that book. And I remember going to hear David Watson in about 1984 down in, I think, Church House at the time. And came back up and people in union said to me, Ah, suppose he was talking about love. These are ministry students, by the way. Suppose he was talking about love. Aye, that I love. I was trying to work out what was wrong with love at the time, I have to say. But that was what we were accused of as we come back through the doors of that meeting but maybe it has this insipid kind of well it means we don't hate and it means we we're sort of nice to each other that is not the essence of what's going on here where we really need to think about love is not when Paul does a children's talk or I do a sermon but where we need to think about love is when we're in the Judas moment in our lives that Jesus is in at this point point. Who is it that has hurt us and hurt us deeply right now? When he was gone, when she was gone, when that moment is gone, then we're drawn to this incredible idea that we will love. Now, there's been lots swirling around here to try and uh, put in a a sermon that should have been over five minutes ago. But uh, this week it's an AGM It's definitely the reading of Ken's book and then the experience of yesterday morning. But it's also Marilyn Robinson, the the great author, was in town and we got to listen to her, I did, in McCracken on uh, Friday night. Love is more than unconditional. It's metaphysically central, she said. Love is more than unconditional. It is metaphysically central. This is it. This is it. This is all. This is the badge. This is the shirt. This is the mark. It's not our theology. It's not our programs. It's not our new buildings. It's not a building in Oniolaku. It's not a building that we might do something with in Donegal Pass. Though those are all resources of which we might show the mark. And the mark is an absolutely revolutionary idea that we would love and love in the way that Jesus loves us. And why do we love? Well, let me first say, very quickly, because the preacher always comes and challenges us, and makes us feel guilty, and we shouldn't be doing that. At an AGM type thing, thank you for your love. Thank you for all the marks of love that went out from this community over the course of the last year. The children loved in Botanic Primary School. The baby and toddlers and their mums and dads and carers who come on a Wednesday morning. Those old clothes we think are old that we give to embrace and that somebody was kept warm with. Woman's aid. Food bank and the food that's left there that are feeding so many people more than they should be needing to be feeding, but feeding them. Mornington and all that Heather's doing down there from all, hopefully, the energy that she feels from here. Neighbours loved St. Patrick's Day when their neighbourhood was going crazy and they were able to come for a few hours and really there was a meeting this week how much they enjoyed that little festival that we did here. Four Corners Festival and some of the stuff that we did across the festival this year. The love that happened during that festival in Clonard, which it wouldn't have happened in Clonard if it wasn't for Ken over here and Father Jerry, when 24-7 Prayer and Evangelical Alliance and Summer Madness launched their 100 days prayer for 100 days of history in Clonard Monastery, and when young, charismatic, conservative, evangelical Protestants walk up the centre of that church and shake hands and bless and give peace to nuns in their habits, And there was a sense in that building that night that it wasn't only the mark of what we do, but the Spirit was on us in a way that is very rarely done. Brian Rowan's night here, that as well as a night when we heard about a book people came and shared their story and were heard telling their stories of what happened to them in the troubles for the very first time. This coffee area and somebody's ear beside a cup of coffee is a mark of love that you can never minimize just listening to someone. It's close as we get to love. Yesterday and all that we heard about what this congregation and Ken and Val have done over these last years, a school in Oniolaku, the number of things, and that's only some of them, the mark of love that goes out from here. Is immense. But I can't help feeling as your pastor that we are called to be wider and deeper and more revolutionary in this idea of love. And why do we do it? He said, throwing a few pages away. Let me come back to something that we've heard already that is again uncontrived and unplanned. Rose said in the announcements that we're made in the image of God. My last point here is the Christian theology of humanity, which again Marilyn Robinson brought out in wonderful ways on Friday night. Here's what she says about you. If you want to look to somebody to your right or your left right now or somebody across the church right now, here's what they are. Here's what you are. Take other people as they are. What are yous? Your unaccountable mysteries of existence. You're off the charts mysteries. I think she said at Queen's and I wasn't there that finding a wee bit of fungus on some planet called Mars is just useless compared to the person you're sitting beside right now and the depth of mystery that's off the charts and what it is. The brilliance and sensitivity of who the person beside you is. And that's great, you know, because I look out at you and I love every last one of you. But I'm not sure about Donald Trump. <laughs> and I'm not sure about dissident Republicans. And I'm not sure sometimes about the 12th of July parades. And then I have to put this into the same application because marching down the Lisburn Road the last time we were caught up in it on the 12th of July whether they're teenage and drunk or whatever they're wearing or whatever they're shouting they are uncharted mysteries of existence they are sensitive and brilliant human beings and it's that theology of humanity made in the image of God and those early stories we have in the, the Old Testament, right through to the Jesus who was born and who lived and who died, laid down your life and was raised to life because of this theology of who human beings are. And already we've reached out to those uncharted mysteries as they've walked into our new buildings. And you cannot, until you go, and I hope you will go, and we've postponed this year, but there will be other times, to see the smiling faces of the uncharted mysteries of Onelagu children as they go into their new school. And maybe, and I don't know how, and it frightens me to death as your minister, maybe there's uncharted mysteries of existence, sensitive and brilliant, in Donegal Pass at this moment in time, that maybe it's the mark of who we are that we might somehow love. But it is revolutionary, it's not sentimental. And it's more than unconditional. If that is possible, because I've lived with that phrase for 20 years, it is metaphysically central. And it is absolutely and utterly everything that we should be seen as, called to, and do. I've shuffled them and have no idea where I am now. Douglas Copeland in his book Hey Nostradamus says, In the end, we're judged by our deeds, not our wishes. We're the sum of our decisions. And the world outside, and the world that has given up on religion, whatever that might be, Christianity as they think it is, we are judged not by what we believe, not by how articulate we can say it. Not by how much we judge others. We are being judged. By the thing that Jesus told us. That we would be judged by. He set it up for us. As people walk past this church. And other churches. As people walk past our buildings. Or engage with us. Is what they first think of. When they walk past. Wow. Those people love everybody unconditionally because it's metaphysically central to them. I imagine that's not the phrase they might use. But they don't walk past without giving thanks for a community on earth near them that loves in the Jesus way. Let's pray. Can I ask you for a moment just to think of something last year when somebody even here or somebody anywhere loved you in some way. And then for a moment and this is harder for us Northern Ireland folk I don't know why but it is. I want you to think about that moment in the last year and there may be many of them but just one of them when you loved because I know you all and I know that you all have Lord, after the next hymn, we're going to look at reports very quickly and we're going to pass them and we're going to say, here's all the things we did. We pray that as we look back, and maybe this afternoon take a chance to look back at the year that Fitzroy has had, we give you thanks for all the times we've known, love, when you have loved us through our brothers and sisters right here and others around us. We thank you for the opportunities we've had to be your love for other people. But call us further up and further in, Lord. Call us to deeper experience of knowing your love and deeper ways we can love. Help us to see every human being as an uncharted mystery, sensitive and brilliant. Help us to see who they are in your eyes, And because somewhere the image of God still flickers. Help us to see humans as you see them. Help us to see Jesus for who he really is. And help us to hear him whispering to us. Everyone will know that you're my followers. If you love one another, follow me. Amen.